Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. We're coming to you live on the, what's the date today? The 20th. 20th. 20th of September. Wow, where is this year gone? Does anyone know? Something just changed this year. I don't know what it was, but something changed. Something. Something. That's small microscopic. <laughs> it was just, I, I wonder if anyone's really noticed it yet. You know, what is it, what's happened? Yes, we have. Mm. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. You're How looking you lovely. Yes. You're looking good too. Oh, I like, do you like this shirt? Kylie bought this for my birthday or for Father's yes. Day? or birthday. For, I don't know. Father's Day and birthday for me are all the same time of the year, which is fantastic. Mm. Get double presents. You're looking very jungle-esque. Jungle-esque? <laughs> Maybe not with my socks. No. But, um, oh. You like my socks? Tropical-esque. Yes. Oh, it doesn't focus. <laughs> Tropical- <laughs> Tropical-esque. As we're just getting comfortable here, um, hope you're getting comfortable. So good to see you. Yes. We're, we're imagining you. Yes, we are. We're just we can imagining see you in all our you mind's wonderful eye. people, all the yeah. families, all the faces. Hi, how you doing? Good to see you. Yeah. Hey, you've lost weight. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going today? Where are we going? Let's get into this. Hey. So last week we were talking about just being promoters of peace. I yep. love that scripture. Where it says, um, where Jesus said, if you go into a home and they receive it, then um, like receive your, there's a promoter of peace in that home, then they'll receive the peace that you, you bring into the home. And yeah. that, that's so important, like in this year of foundations of rest, because um, mm. some people are still getting a little bit uptight about mm. things. Mm. And not, I'm not talking about the world in general, but just, yeah. you know, and the, the frustrations that could be coming on at the moment mm. because we're starting to see. Um, a little bit of restriction mm, lifting. Isn't it little, good? We only had 14 slowly. cases yesterday mm. in Victoria, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, not that there were 14 cases. We found out um, friends of ours down in Melbourne, doctor friends of ours, the Howe family, that um, two of them had the coronavirus because they're doctors. And yeah, so we're glad you guys are getting better. And yes. yeah, can't wait to see you guys again and come to Howe Manor. Oh, looking forward to it. But yes, we've been talking about family last week being promoters of peace in the home mm. and in relationships and then mm-hmm. today we want to carry it on and how we do that with our children well yeah and um this is a huge topic like it, it is. really is it is and it's a it's a topic that's fraught with um uh many pitfalls and many triumphs as mm. well mm. but it's something that you journey through life in you know you it's, it's got to be a journey, doesn't it? And you've yeah. got to look at it like that. Mm. It's, a, it's a marathon and it's not that it's a marathon because it just keeps dragging on and on. No, there, there's a it's point. It's a long distance race. It's a long distance race and yeah. you want to enter it well, mm-hmm. you want to compete well mm-hmm. and you want to exit it yeah. well. Run with perseverance. But there's no exiting really until no. you die. No. You know, like, and that's promotion anyway. So yeah. Yeah. The race never ends. The countryside just changes along the way. It's true. Yeah. So I've got my cup of rooibos here. Nothing like the red bush. It's good stuff. Oh, but yeah. Clear mortar. Every family is different. It is. So, um, but there's certain principles that, that work in every family if you apply them consistently with perseverance. Mm. Every child is different. And so we need that. That wisdom from heaven, definitely, to know how to how to deal with every child that God entrusts us with. Yes, um, but there is interesting. Are still, you said that, yeah, that God mm. entrusts us with. Yes, because you know when we when you have a kid, you you immediately think 
this is my child. You know, that's the terminology. Oh, this is my son. This is my daughter. And, mm. and they are in mm. that essence, but they're still a gift from God. Yeah, yeah. And there's aspects of them that we don't know or understand mm. until we see them mature. And we help bring that out we as do. well as parents. And their father in heaven knows them better. even better than we do. Way better. That's, that's why we can always ask him for Intimately, wisdom. he knows, Intimately. knows them. Yes. Yeah. Proverbs 22.6. Can I start off with yes. that? Proverbs 22.6 in the, in the um, NIV says, I love this. It used to say train a child, but now it says start children off on the way they should go. Mm. In the Amplified, it says, you know, train a child according to their gifts and talents. Yep. So to, to do that, you actually got to understand who they are and know mm. a little bit about them mm. and not just be going on who you are and what you require in the home, but actually knowing what their gifts and talents mm. are to, mm. to start them off in life. Yep. And then it says, and even when they're old, they will not turn excuse me, turn away from it. In the, the Passion Translation, it says, dedicate your children to God and point them in the way that they should go. Be, and mm. it's not just, that's where you should go, good luck. No, it's, it's a continual pointing. Continual. It's a continual yeah. redirecting yeah. of focus. <laughs> and and mm. it's like herding cats sometimes. Yeah, turning them around. But, you know, like... <laughs> Pointing them, continually yeah. pointing them in the direction mm. they should go. Mm. And, and the values they've learned from you will be with them for life. Yes. That is so true. Isn't the that values. Mm. So what you value in mm. life, you will impart into your children. Mm. Isn't that interesting? So if you value peace, mm. then you're going to impart peace into your child. Yeah. But if you, if you value busyness and getting into things and, and, and I don't know what it is, but it, mm. it, there's, you want peace in your children's yeah, life because yeah. there's so much about this system of the world that tries to rob us of our peace and rob mm. us of our joy. Mm. But we're meant to instill those things into our children. Yeah. And, and even when you're going through tough times, to see the, get them to see the joy mm. and to see the, the value behind even the struggles they're going through or, or some rejections or whatever it might be to actually see what God's plan is in that, mm. in that circumstance. Which means as parents, we need to be praying for our children yeah, definitely. and saying, Father, yeah. how, you know, mm. <laughs> I remember asking my mum this once um, and I said, how did you handle me when I was young? And she said, oh, I just fell on my knees and prayed. Um, best thing. Best thing to <laughs> best do. Thing to she do. was a smart, wise mm. woman, that one. Yes. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I love in Deuteronomy as well. This is when after they'd received the law and then a few other things had happened. And then they're in the, I think they're in the desert of Moab and um, Moses revisits the law again. And they are so passionate about following the, the directions of God. You know, in, in the, these, um, the commandments that they got from God were how they could live a good life. And listen to God's response in Deuteronomy 5.29 from the message. He says, what I wouldn't give if, if they'd always feel like this, ready to do it. He says, mm. continuing to revere me and always keeping my commands. They'd have a good life forever, they and their children. Mm. How profound is that? That is God's heart for us, mm. is that we would have a good life. And not only just us, but our children as well. Mm. There's so much fear about kids being led astray and off track and, and you know, getting influenced by, by mm. the pattern of this world. But as parents, we're meant to actually point them in the direction of the pattern of the kingdom of heaven yeah. and outwork that on earth. So, yeah. yeah. 
That's, that's why I think one of, one of the greatest things that you can do for your kids is you yourself have an authentic relationship with Jesus and, mm. and just live out that relationship, you know, with integrity. Yeah. Because your kids see that even more than what you say to them. <laughs> and, but also being able to so verbalise, you know, what your journey with God. To just, to just talk about that with your kids in everyday life. You don't have to make preach a message at them. You don't mm. have to make it official or religious and sit down at the table and say, this is our devotional time as a family. No, our, our whole life as a family yes. yeah. is a devotion to God. Yeah. And, and when we just have that authentic relationship with Jesus, and that's just part of who we are as a family, mm. and our, our kids see that that's just how we do life. Yes. And, you know, mums need to verbalise that and live it and dads need to verbalise it so and true. live it so that kids don't just think, oh, that's just mum's thing or that's just dad's thing. No, that's, that's who we are as a that's family. That's our thing. We're followers of Jesus. Yeah. This is how we live. This is what our life is here for. Mm. You know, so that, that in itself is the foundation of, of everything that we do for our kids and yes. with our kids. Like I, I, I recall, you know, I've married number of people hmm. you know um and they when they do the pre-marriage counseling or do the you know the prepare and rich yeah. um that we do they it comes back that there's always differences in the way that they've been brought up and that's hmm. where we encourage them to say yes you've come from different cultures hmm. we even if you're aussie you're still going to have a different culture in your homes that hmm. you come from but you're making a brand new culture yeah. You're creating a new culture mm. in a family mm. and you choose of mm. where, where that's going to go and how yeah. that's going to look. Yeah. And so it's important to understand that we, we don't do this to say be like, we're not trying to be like somebody else's family. We're, we're trying to be who mm. God's called us mm. to be in, yeah. our, in our family. Mm. And it's the same in your family. Mm. You don't have to try and model anybody else's family, mm. but you do need to um, heed the, the call from heaven mm. to be you know, promoters of peace mm. to carry joy in your life and yeah. be pointers to God at all times, mm. you know, mm. in your, in everything in life. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And ev every family needs healthy boundaries. Definitely. And um, <laughs> bound just... boundaries actually create a securing environment for kids. Yes. Because kids need to know a boundary says, I love you enough to protect you. I love you enough to, to say no to mm. you sometimes. I love you enough to say, yes, you can do this, but no, I'm not going to let you do that yet because yep. you're not ready for that mm. yet. So even though kids sometimes um, push against boundaries and may not like boundaries, they actually feel more secure and loved when they know that those boundaries are there. Yeah. And sometimes they will actually test to see if they're still there because they just want to make sure that they're still secure and they're oh, safe. Yes. So, um, but it's the, really the boundary important. press, yes. Yeah, the boundary yes. press. It's always, it's always going to happen, but it's their way of checking. You know, am I still safe? Is a mum and dad still protecting me? You know, how far am I allowed to go? And um, but it's always important that we explain why boundaries so are there. It's, yeah. it's so the why is so important. The, the why, why behind, behind the, the what? Ah, yeah. yeah, and that's why you never want to like. You want to check yourself if you ever find the words coming out of your mouth. I told you so. That's why. 
Yeah, know? or because I said so. Because I said so. It's, that's even better. I've not, never heard that other phrase that I just made up, but because <laughs> I said so, that's the one. It's not enough to just say because I said so or because I'm your mother. Yep. Yes, they do need to respect you because you're their mother or you're their mm. father, but the whole idea behind getting them to respect boundary is that to let them in on the thought process behind the boundaries yes. so that later on when they have to put boundaries down for themselves... For themselves, when you're not around. Yeah, they have the capability to reason, mm. um, well, this is why I need to make this decision. Yeah. So if, if we say to them, you know, the reason why I'm not going to let you go to that party is because I know that... It's not because I don't trust you, but I know that... There's going to be alcohol there, there's going to be drugs there, there's going to be other people there that that I don't trust Mm. or that might, you know, make a stupid decision that will affect you or might put you in danger. Just throwing them in a shark tank, really, and saying, ah, sort it out for yourself. Yeah. You learn to make your own decisions. Swim from that shark or get eaten by it. You know, like... But you're letting them in on that that why, that, you know, this is the reason because I love you, Mm. because I'm protecting you. And I and remember then, yeah. having that conversation with some of our kids where I said, yeah, w- especially when they said, but such and such is allowed to and somebody else, they let their kids in. And I remember yeah. us saying, yeah, they do, mm. but our family, we don't. Mm. In, in the Taylor family, this is our culture. This yeah. is who we are yeah. and this is what we do and this mm. is how we respond. Mm. So um, it, it actually reinforces um, a collective and it mm. reinforces a value system yeah. that goes out behind. You're suffering here because we're, you know, we're we're actually in conflict. They think, mm. but mm. you're just trying to instruct and and yeah. and train them and point them in the right direction. Mm. But um, yeah, so it's you're, we're, you're, we're a community. We're, we're communicating, yeah. and they they realise, oh, I'm part of a family. It's mm. not just me getting my way or mm. not getting my way. It's I'm in a family and we have a value system mm. here mm. that, and if you especially you encourage them to say, you're going to have kids one day. <laughs> Remember yeah. when we asked our kids, how, what age are you going to let your children have phones? Mm. And they're like, they're never going to have phones. <laughs> yeah. But I remember them, uh, when are we getting a phone? When mm-hmm. are we getting a phone? Yeah. Bridie was telling me about her pink phone during the week that she wished she still had that pink phone because it didn't have all the problems that smartphones had. It was a dumb phone, but it did what she told it to do. So, yeah. <laughs> For a while. Proverbs 18.2 says, Fools take no pleasure in understanding, but delight in arriving at their own opinions. So as, as parents, um, the, the whole idea is understanding. Mm. Mut- mutual understanding. We want our kids to understand why we've come to the decision we've come to. Yes. And we want them to gain that understanding so that then they can, you know, enforce their own boundaries later in life. Mm. So it's all about understanding. It's not just about us being the commander and saying, my way or the highway. Mm. It's actually about building wisdom into them, building understanding into them. the why behind the what. The why Mm. behind the boundary, why the boundaries are there. And I'm I'm disciplining you today so that you can, when I'm not around, Mm. you can discipline Discipline yourself, yourself, you know, uh, which is a... You know, it's, it's actually a, a responsible thing. You're teaching them responsibility mm. for their own life and mm. not just, well, mum and dad aren't here, so I can do whatever I mm. want. And kids ask why a lot. <laughs> but there's a reason behind that. Because if you think about every time they ask why, is an opportunity for you to increase their understanding. It's, a, it's an just opportunity for you to impart wisdom. Mm. So don't discourage the whys, but 
but encouraged why and mm. then there's an explanation an explanation, a discussion that you can have with them around this is why we do it this way. This is why I've come to this decision. Yes. Yeah, and then when you're older, you know, we can relax these boundaries a mm. little bit. And, and admittedly, in this season, you've had the kids at home and you're probably thinking, I don't want to have another conversation with them <laughs> over why, 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 why at the moment. Why can't we go to the park? Why can't we do this? Why can't I hang out with my friends? Mm. The but wisdom behind that is so that we, we get out of this lockdown even sooner. Yes. yes. But one of the boundaries that, that we really need in every family is to expect respect. Ooh, I like that. We need to expect, expect respect. respect, you know, from our kids to us as parents mm. and from our kids to their siblings. Yes. So, you know, we don't, we don't tolerate disrespect um, and we don't tolerate put-downs. Hmm. I remember one of the phrases that we had in our house was no put-downs. Yeah. You know, you're not allowed to put down anyone else in this house. Um, so if we caught them doing that, there was consequences. Uh, but it says in Ephesians 6, 1 and 2, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this yes. is right. Honour your father and mother. And we know we have some kids watching today. And this is what your father in heaven requires of you that you honour your father and mother on earth, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a long life on the earth. So that there's a good, this is a good mm. promise that comes with a good reward. This is a difficult one for a lot of people to get hold of because mm. they think that honour and respect are the, the same thing. You know, yeah. like, um, but honour is actually even a deeper, more profound... Um, Oh, what do you what do you call it? Like it's a gift that you give hmm. because you actually honour somebody, not because of what they've done or what they haven't done. So, hmm. and do you notice that God doesn't say, you know, honour your parents if they're following me, you know, hmm. honour your parents if they've been, uh, you know, a, a good godly model? Hmm. No, because sadly there are some people that have experienced bad parenting and had hmm. bad models in their life. Hmm. Um, but you still honour mm. that this, per, they, this person I've given you who you are mm. because it's, there's parts of them in you yeah. from both sides. Mm. Into the, in, so it's honouring the gift that was given to Adam and Eve right through this gift, this breath of God. Procreation is the only way we get on the earth. Mm. Yeah. You know, my mum said I was a test tube baby, but I could see right through her. Yeah. <laughs> There's that bird's <laughs> tweeting again. At least I didn't say antibodies. <laughs> antibodies. <laughs> antibodies. Little antibodies. Yeah. So expecting respect means that when a conversation um, is becoming disrespectful. Yes. Then you can not you can not engage in that conversation anymore as a parent. You know, you need you need to say this this. Um, Discussion is becoming disrespectful, so I'm going to walk out now. And when you're when you're ready to be respectful again, then we'll, then we'll continue the conversation. Mm. Mm. So, you know, once once it starts to spiral down into disrespect, you need to disengage at that point. Yeah. Say no, because you know you are the one with the power. You are the parent. You are the. Yes. <laughs> if you're in the car and you're taking them somewhere they want to go, pull over and say we'll continue our journey. When, when respect walks back into the room. <laughs> or, you know, uh, you'll get that money for where you want to go today, 
when mm. you decide to change your attitude mm. and respect me again. So that, that's how we um, uphold that value yes. in our home is that we don't just lecture kids about it, but there oh. needs to be consequences. There needs to be so immediate action mm. when disrespect is taking place. Mm. Because we're not just teaching them how to treat us. We're also teaching them so how to treat every, every authority figure mm. they will encounter in their life from that point on. So we're teaching them how to treat their teachers, um, you know, their employers, mm. every other authority Everybody. figure that they're going to come across. Like every single mm. person mm. in their life. Yeah. And I've, I've seen that, like where people just will fly off at somebody for the smallest infringement in their life. And that yeah. purely is because that is normal to them. Mm. And, and we want normal to be honour. We yeah. want normal to be love. Yeah. We want that in our homes and in our families mm. and instilled in our children that they are loved, but they also love as well. Yeah. And, and they'll get treated well if they know how to respect yes. people. They will in turn be respected as well. Because you're, you're, you're teaching them values that the whole of community actually appreciates. Yeah. So you're setting them up for success. You're setting them up for success. Yeah. So it's, that's, that's a really important one is to mm. expect respect. I love your points. And the, the other um, boundary I think that's really important, um, it talks about this in Proverbs 29.15. Oh, we've got the passion. No, have we? Uh, have we got the message, message version of this? It says, wise discipline imparts wisdom. Mm. Spoiled adolescents embarrass their parents. Can't you see it? Oh. I'm just looking around the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Wise discipline imparts, imparts wisdom. wisdom but yes. spoiled adolescents embarrass their parents. So expect obedience. Yes. You know, we, we need to expect our children to respond when we ask them to do something. Mm. And, and not teach them to wait until we raise our voice. Oh, we're to training respond. Them. We're training them like, yeah. Mm. We train them to listen um, straight away when we ask them once. Mm. And then if they don't respond the first time, then, then we have a conversation about that. Mm. We don't then raise our voice and ask them a second time and then yell and say, I told you not to touch that. And that's their cue then to go, oh, well, now they're yelling at me, so now I really better listen. Yep. Uh, no, they need to listen the first time we ask them. Mm. Um, I remember like we made a, a system, like not a system, but we, we made it a, a value system in our home. It is a value system that, yeah. that we wouldn't raise our voice unless the, the kids were doing something that we needed to save them from. Yeah, you know, like, like running on the road. Yeah, like yeah. walking on the road and you just, mm. so that when they knew that we raised our voice... Callum can probably correct me that I did raise my voice a few times, but um, <laughs> but raising the voice like to actually call their name for them to yeah, respond. Yeah, when they're in danger. Yeah. yeah, or they're a long way away, yeah. but not when they're right there and they've ignored you the first two times. We <laughs> learned that because there was a family. Our first home that we had where we bought Chelsea home to, um, we had neighbours that they never talked. They just yelled all the time. Yeah. They just yelled. Mm. And we went, wow, I don't want to be like that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's funny when you see things modelled mm. um, and you go, where they've ended up, I don't want to go there. Be because, there. So wise discipline then 
brings wisdom into a life. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't spoil that mm. life. Wisdom mm. does not spoil things. It actually yeah. promotes, it adds to, it increases in value and worth yeah. a life. So you don't, you don't have to raise your voice to, to carry authority. You actually have more authority when you don't raise your voice. Oh. When you keep your voice yes. low and steady is actually when you're in a place of authority. When you raise your voice and start yelling and carrying on, that's actually when, when you've lost control. Mm. And yeah, don't, don't need to go there. No, because uh, it, it actually says here that a spoiled adolescent embarrasses. Yeah. But um, sometimes a, a parent yelling... Is embarrassing. It's also <laughs> very embarrassing, yeah. <laughs> they might be just a spoiled adolescent that is in an older body. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, dear, that makes me think. Yeah. And another important thing with, with raising kids is to reward the behaviour that you want to see more of. Come on. So whatever, whatever behaviour you reward, you will see more of. Mm. Whether you do it intentionally or unintentionally, wow. <laughs> you will see more of that behaviour. So if, if the child is nagging at you and saying, I want lollies, I want lollies, I want lollies, and you say, no, not now, and then they keep going, I want lollies, I want lollies, until you go, oh, okay, have lollies, then you've just you've taught just them, rewarded them that if they nag you long enough, you'll give in. Yep. So you're going to get a lot more nagging mm. because that's what you've just rewarded. Yes. But on the contrary, <laughs> if you catch them being kind or being giving or being oh, responsible this is gold. and you reward that behaviour and say, hey, I noticed you being really kind to your little brother or I noticed you mm. being really responsible and you made your bed this morning, you're going to see more of that behaviour. Mm. So if, you've, um, if your child has nagged you and you've said no, you need to hold on to that no if you don't want to be continually yeah. nagged. So that's a battle worth standing strong and fighting. Yes, yes. Yeah. So whatever you reward, you will see more. If you reward a tantrum by, you know, coddling the tantrum, and, you know, reassuring the tantrum, you're going to see more tantrums. Yes. But if you say stop it, that, you know, you're not going to see more of that behaviour. Mm. So it's a really simple... Works with, it is. Works with kids, works with... Adults. Works with animals. <laughs> works, <laughs> works with animals. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Whatever you reward. Yes. You'll see more of it. Which then takes that into our, um, our third point. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah which is communicate meaningfully. Mm. Um, be very meaningful and precise in the way that you communicate. Yeah, and, definitely. And that, that is such an important thing. You know, mm. like, like in saying, you know, we, in our family, we don't do this. Mm. You know, um, and you don't have to yell and scream and, mm. and get angry. Um, I know there's a couple of times where I came home and, probably brought a little bit of the contamination of the day with me and said something probably mightily inappropriate at the dinner table and my parents have just said, we don't use those words here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. They, they, never told, they never laughed or did anything like that if I swore or said something that I'd heard during mm. the day. I still recall a joke that I told my dad and it was decades later because I was in primary school and heard this joke. Kylie knows this because I woke up one morning and go, oh no, I told my dad this joke when I was in primary school and I just got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was profoundly 
inappropriate on so many levels and I didn't yeah. know what I was saying. But my dad just said, we don't tell jokes like that. And I went, mm. oh, okay. Mm. We don't tell jokes like that. Yeah. I Easy. still did not understand why we didn't, but mm. I just went, okay, we don't tell jokes mm. like that. Yeah. But that he communicated clear. very, very meaningfully clearly. and yeah. very clearly. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really important that we speak life over our kids. Yes. You know, that we don't, we don't call them names like, oh, you're a klutz and you're a yeah. twit. And even things like that that seem fairly, um, you know, okay can still be damaging to a, to a child. You yeah. Know? So be careful with your words. And, you know, telling your teenager that they're not motivated or they're lazy is not going to make them motivated. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I thought it would. No. It's, it's like that um, spirit of accusation that we spoke about last week in marriage. You know, those, mm. those you statements. Yes. You never, you always, yeah. why don't you, um, is, is partnering with that spirit of accusation mm. and, it, and it never produces any, it never produces life. So having, having a conversation with your teenager about what does motivate them, mm. what what does excite them, what does interest them, is a lot more productive than saying you're really unmotivated or you're yep. lazy. Yeah. It's just, it's just going to reinforce that lie that they think there's something wrong with them or mm. they think they're not good enough. And that's, that's never productive. So, no. Yeah. And, and finding out what their, their values are as well, like what yeah. they actually find interesting, you know, interesting yeah. in life. And it might be something that you're... Not, not switched on about, yeah. you know, and so therefore yeah. encourage them in that. Yeah, and if it leads to a meaningful conversation about what they're interested in, mm. then it, then it's a good thing. Um, because I heard I heard somebody say last week that the average father only spends oh, thirteen on. seconds a day in meaningful conver conversation with his teenage son. Mm. Thirteen seconds a day. Yeah. So. And that's on a good day. Yeah. <laughs> So we need to really find time to have those meaningful conversations about, you know, how, how you're going and how are your friends going and mm. tell me about your friends, tell me about your friendships, tell me about what you're liking about school, what you're hating about school, Yeah. tell me about what you're struggling with, what, you know, I remember, all that stuff. I remember when we got, we were trying to, you know, bring out that Es essence in life with our kids mm. and I remember we started using some very strategic communications mm. so instead of getting in the car and picking up the kids and saying how was your day and they'd go okay what did mm. you do nothing yeah you know it, and and you'd get those throwaway responses one so word answers so one word answer yeah, yeah nah you know so mm. then we got what well, tell me one thing that you enjoyed about today yeah Remember it, when we make started doing it? Specific. Make it very mm. tell what was the best thing that happened in your day today? Mm. And I remember that just sparked conversation straight mm. away. Mm. Yeah, I used to I used to love those um, drop offs and pickups when you spend time in the car mm. with the kids because you've got a captive audience. It's a really good opportunity to to have a chat with them about about their day and it's fresh in their mind. Yeah. There's not many other distractions going on in the car, so. And I remember, like, as they were leaving the car, I'd be, they'd hear me saying, you know, Father, thank you for a good day. Mm. May they have an awesome day today. And, you know, and 
release them on their day. And yeah. it wasn't like, okay, guys, we've got to pray. I'd just be speaking these words over mm. them as they mm. rushed, grabbed their bags and rushed out of yeah. the car to see their yeah. friends. So, yeah, it's just organic. But I still spoke organic. it out. Yeah. Communication mm. is that. There's authority in the power of the tongue. So Definitely. That's why using words correctly, mm. you know, and not using words that degrade, mm. but actually enhance mm. life. Yeah, speak Picking, life. Speak Always life. speak yeah. life. Yeah. And, and don't ever compare your kids to one another. No. Oh. Ne- never say, you know, why, why aren't you more like your sister or your brother does this? Why don't you do that? Or, you know, that's just going to breed um, that atmosphere of um, comparison and... That, yeah. It's so bad. That's not healthy. No, that's the 10th commandment. Mm. Do not covet. Do not yeah, compare. Yeah, and as parents, we don't want we to don't instill want to that. In. Oh, look at them. Look how they do that. Mm. Oh, look how she dresses. Or mm. look how he exercises or, mm. or is responsible in mowing the lawns or whatever mm. it is. And you, you never do that. And how come you can't? And mm. wh- it's all about creating an environment where every child can thrive. Yes. Where ev- everyone as an individual can be who God created them to be. Yeah. Um, not in the shadow of their brother or sister or not to be compared with their brother or sister, but in their own right that mm. they are created in the image of God and to create an environment where where each child can shine, each each child can thrive yes. in their own right and be championed and be appreciated and be praised even if they're very different from their siblings. Mm. That's, that's so important. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And another thing is, you know, especially if you have teenagers, it's really important to keep your sense of humour. <laughs> it's really important not to take yourself too seriously, to be able to laugh them. with them, yes. have some fun with them. Yeah. And when they're angry, as a parent, don't take their comments personally. Because, no. you know, kids will sometimes say some horrible things. They're still learning how to negotiate well. Yeah, you know, and like. they're still learning how to express their emotions. So they can say some really nasty things sometimes. Mm. You know, they might lash out and say, I hate you because they're just really frustrated or they don't like the boundary that you're putting there. Yep. As a parent, we, have, we need to be secure enough that, you know, we are getting our emotional needs met not by our children. Mm. But by our Father in heaven. Yes. And so we are secure enough that if our kids lash out, we don't get mortally wounded and um, take it hold personally. it against yes. them and, and take it personally. Take an offence yeah, there. Yeah. That's, we, can't, yeah. we can't do that. We have to be secure enough in, our, in ourselves. We don't get our emotional needs met by our children. We're, we're the adults in this scenario because otherwise if you get hurt, if you get all upset, you're, at, you're behaving more like a peer than a parent. Yes. And that's, you know, that's not who you're meant to be. You're meant to be the, the adult in the situation. And, and some of the most um, encouraging and slap-worthy times in my life have been when my kids have responded with a quote or some wisdom that I gave them earlier and then I'm reacting out of something and then they say, hey, Dad, uh, aren't we meant to be... And you're just like, <laughs> oh... It's a humbling moment, yeah. Well done, yes. <laughs> You're correct. You were listening. You were listening. Good oh, listening. Was a, this was all a test <laughs> to see Good if listening. you were growing. Darn it. Mm. 
Oh man, so good, hey? No, it is good. Yeah. And yeah, and I look back and go, oh, how did I get it so wrong? And then you think, no, I actually got it right. Yeah. Because they corrected me. Yeah. yeah. And and there's moments as parents we need to apologise. Apologise. Some yeah. parents find this so difficult because they think if I apologise, then my kids never ever going to value what I say because they're going to say, oh, well, you you say that now, but you'll you'll change your mind later on. There's there's just a couple of things. Consistency as parents. Mm. Consistency. Like people ask me, you know, what is one thing that has worked? Consistency, Mm. being consistent. If you say you're going to do something, do do it. it. If you say Mm. you're not going to do something, don't do it. it. Mm. You know, Mm. be consistent. Mm. And but if you, if there needs to be a break in that, and you realise that you've made the wrong decision, Mm. then apologise and correct that view. Mm. Sometimes you might have to say, but. You know, I have said that we won't do it, so mm. I apologise. We're not going to do it this mm. time, but you know, and and be and open and say, it. "Hey, I got yeah. that wrong. Yeah. I, I'm trying here. You know, mm. you're trying." Mm. So, being open and yeah. honest, and yeah. not tr- pretending to be something that you're not. Mm. You know. Yeah, being consistent and following through. Mm. So, if you say there's going to be a, a consequence, don't make an e- empty threat and say, "If you do that one more time." I'm going to take your Xbox off you for two days. And then, and then you don't do it. Callum, it's all right. You're not in our house. Kim, you can take it off him for three weeks. But you need to follow through with that. Otherwise, you know, next time you speak, they're not going to listen. So, yep, consistency <laughs> and follow through. Sorry, I said that. <laughs> no empty threat. No empty threats. Which means you need to think about consequences before you speak them out because you're actually going to have to act on them. Yeah. So think it through before you dish out the consequences. Yeah, don't say, (laughs) if you do that again, you're going to have to run a marathon because you're going to have to run it as a parent. You're going to have to run it with them. Yeah. And like if you're going to take that Xbox off them, you're going to have to put up with that and provide some Mm. other form of entertainment (laughs) or uh, communication with their friends because they use that as a bit of a connection point with friends as well. It's their, especially in lockdown. And be be fair with with consequences. You know, be kind, be fair, don't go over the top. Mm. Um, Oh, come on. Yeah. it's, It's a different age that we're in now. It is. So we need to keep that in mind that kids do you have different ways of communicating and, get, you know, all that stuff. In my day, it was a couple of Milo tins in a string. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had the big Milo tin, though, you know. <laughs> hey, you kids! When you got on the party line, though, with other kids joining in, they'd throw their strings on. You're yeah, not even get listening a, you now. get a bit of distortion. <laughs> I am listening. I, I can do two things at once. We've got to finish up. Oh, yeah. Look, we feel like we're not even scratching the surface here, but we're praying that the Holy Spirit is actually speaking to you and revealing things and you know, reinforcing aspects in your, in your home life that you're going to go forward. Yeah. Um, from today. Yeah. Whatever happened yesterday happened yesterday mm. and the past years, but going forward today in that kingdom mindset, that kingdom model of being Jesus to one another. Yeah, absolutely. In our homes, in our yeah. families. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, we all make mistakes as parents. So if you've made mistakes, hey, welcome to the club. <laughs> We're, none of us get it perfect all the time. Yeah. Um, but. God is able to redeem. And if, oh. you've, if you've made mistakes, if you've made, there's no mess that God can't clean up. I love that about You know, there's no, there's no mistake that can't be redeemed. And 
And, you know, we may also do a really brilliant job as parents, but ultimately our kids still have a free will, mm. you know. And so when you think about how God was the perfect parent, the perfect father, mm. Adam and Eve still chose to rebel. So, you know, sometimes you, you can be an amazing parent and kids will still make choices, especially when they become adults or as teenagers, that you may not have chosen for them. Mm. You know, so there's no condemnation either. No. You know, that sometimes kid, kids make choices, they, they make mistakes. And that's not when you go, well, it's their life now. No, it's on them. God has always got a plan of redemption. And we're always their parents. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. And so we pray for them. Mm. Mm. And you pray for them. Yeah. And you pray for yeah. them. Don't worry about anything, but in mm. everything. Pray. Pray. And God has a plan to he bring does. them back. Always. Yes. Mm. I love that redemptive nature mm. in our God. Yeah. Yeah. That even when we, you know, we're faithless, mm. he's faithful. Mm. You know, even yeah. when we turn away, he's always consistent and yeah. he's always there. Yeah. He what is. an awesome father we have to model so for good. us what love and mm. acceptance is. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our discussion this morning because we don't even know how these are going to end up sometimes, but it's always enlightening. You, doesn't she have a lot of stuff in her that's so good? Yeah, that's you. why our children turned out so great. Yes. Because no. <laughs> they have a good father. Yeah. <laughs> a good father Heavenly and father. a good father. <laughs> oh, thank you, Brett, for the applause. Adrian, really appreciate this message. Oh, thank you awesome. guys for all your comments. Excellent. Oh, sorry. I'm just caught up in <laughs> reading all the, all the text We appreciate now. your feedback. We it's, do. It's really nice to get some feedback. Yes. We, we really love it. Mm. And especially when we're, we're live streaming. Yeah. We don't know where we're going um, for the, with the lockdown and, and coming out of restrictions. Um, but hopefully soon mm. we're going to be Starting back to, to some numbers. And then mm. we can, yeah, see some of your faces again, yeah. which would be awesome. But in it's, the meantime... Invite somebody over to your house, get them into your bubble, mm. do it legally, do it responsibly. You know, it's mm. not just being lawful, but it's being mm. responsible because we want to get out of this um, shutdown period, restriction time as fast as possible. We do. And this is part of being uh, in a community. Mm. So That's we're going to pray for you right now, yeah. pray for your family. Yeah. And yeah, we're believing God for the great results. Oh. Father, mm. thank you for your Holy Spirit. Mm. Holy Spirit, you are our comforter, our counsellor. You're our coach. You're our advocate. Thank you so much for the influence of authority mm. and power that you bring into our life. And Holy Spirit, I just thank you right now for each mum, each mm. dad, each family, each individual represented. Yes. That you're calling us to live a kingdom-modeled lifestyle. You're mm. calling us to be a follower and a shiner of who Jesus is. Yeah. That we're meant to shine that light and be that salt in our homes, mm. in our communities, in our schools, in our workplace. Mm. So, Father, I thank you for today, the conversation that we've had today. Mm. I thank you for the authority of heaven in the scriptures that we've, we've shared today. Mm. And may the fullness of that aspect, the fullness of that, that family model through the, the heavenly realm, Father, be, be absolutely poured out on yes, each household, Lord, on each Jesus. family, yes, on each mom, each dad, mm. each child right now, mm. regardless of age. Mm. Father, we just thank you for an outpouring of your presence of peace 
and joy today. Yes. Because the kingdom of heaven isn't about just eating and drinking, but it's about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Mm. I thank you for righteousness. I thank you for peace. Mm. And I thank you for joy. The joy of the Lord is thank our strength. You, thank you for strength in each household. Mm. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Cool. Well, bless you guys. Yes, have an awesome day. May the Lord bless you greatly today mm. and um, enjoy your day. It's a beautiful sunny day out yeah. there today. Get some sun. Go for a ride. Go for a walk down on the riverbank. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Go for a picnic. picnic. Oh, catch up with someone. Yeah. We might see you down there. We might see you we down there. Yes. Accidentally bump into you somewhere and yes. say hi. And stand at a distance. <laughs> Turn the cameras off. We're going to go. Have an awesome week, guys. Miss your stacks. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au. 